Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips doing a solo show today as I recap all of the week six action. Jeff's on vacation right now, so it would just be myself for today's episode. So I'm just going to start off the show just talking about the Aaron Rodgers injury right away. It's probably the biggest news of the day. Aaron Rodgers going out, broken collarbone, looks like it's going to be a season-ending injury. And at the very least, it ends his fantasy season for if you have him on your team. So he is he's done for the season. And this is going to affect basically just... I, it's going to affect all the weapons there with Green Bay. They still have a shot to be useful, but it's not like it was. You're still going to play Nelson. Adam seems to be getting it. He got a touchdown from Hundley today. Hundley was 18 of, 30, 18 of 33 for 157 and touchdown through three picks. And then Cobb only with three for 28. It's gonna. It's definitely going to hurt these guys' value. I don't know if they're not going to be able to sustain three fantasy productive wide receivers anymore, it looks like at this point. So, the yeah, this is a this is a pretty... You know, terrible injury for just real life wise and just and fantasy wise for all the players around him. We're gonna to have to wait and see what happens if they decide to go with Hunley going forward. If that's the direction they want to go, maybe they look elsewhere. I don't know. Colin Kaepernick. I mean, obviously that's already getting floated out there, but who knows if that'll have if if that's even a possibility. We'll see. I I doubt it the way things have been going now, but I don't know if Hunley's the kind of guy who's gonna be able to lead them to the playoffs, and that's what they're gonna to need to look at at this point if they want to keep going. And then we can just go through the rundown here, some of the games, some of the big performances of the day. Might as well just start off. We'll start off the game that just ended, the Giants and Broncos, which is a bit of a surprise there. The the Giants get the 23-10 win. The Broncos just weren't themselves today at all. Simeon did throw for 376 yards and a touchdown, but he had two picks. And this was mainly catch-up mode, trying to throw the ball around, trying to do something to catch up. Thomas caught 10 balls for 133 yards. He was getting injured in his ankle. I think he rolled his ankle probably two, three times that game. And just he kept coming back out there. It looked good when he, I mean, he had a very productive day for the first time in a while. But we'll have to see how these injuries are going to play out. Same thing with Emmanuel Sanders. He left with an ankle injury after he had five for 76. Looked a little more serious. Again, we'll wait and see what's going to go on there. But the big news of the day, or just the disappointment of the day for the Broncos, is the running game. C.J. Anderson, nine rushes for 17. Charles, five for 19. Just, Just an overall disappointing day if you used Anderson. Probably didn't use Charles, but just not in, just, ah. Anderson was a big disappointment. It looked like I think he got in on that touchdown late in the fourth, but that's about it. That would have still even only gave him about 7.7 on the day, which was just a very disappointing game. But for the Giants, Darkwa, Orleans Darkwa, maybe it's his backfield. 21 carries, 117 yards. Looked pretty good there. Got a catch for 13. Evan Ingram is the only player who did anything catching the ball. Five catches, 82 yards, and a touchdown. But the Giants get the win, so you're Going to be playing Ingram. Ingram going forward is a great tight end option. Darkwa, eh, not sure about that one. I mean, if we see a little bit more, possibly. He did. He had a decent performance last week before he got injured. So, yeah, maybe there's something to watch out for. Throw him on the end of your bench. Not a starter, obviously, yet, but just see if there's this is something that's actually going to continue. Then I'm going to move on to the Tampa Bay-Arizona game because I want to talk about 
Adrian Peterson gets traded to the Cardinals and just looks like Adrian Peterson of old 26 carries 134 yards two touchdowns just the whole team Palmer 18 and 22 for 283 three touchdowns Larry Fitzgerald 10 catches 138 yards and a touchdown just something you weren't expecting this at all and it looks like they're gonna just give the ball to Peterson going forward no but no other back on the team was in, involved at all in this one so it's Peterson man he looked looked good he looked like Adrian Peterson of old really there and in standard standard league, actually, yeah, all leagues got twenty five point four points. Didn't catch any passes or anything. Yes, he doesn't do a lot of that, but you're going to be putting him in your lineup going forward. This is a great move for Peterson. He's probably extremely excited to be over there in Arizona. And Arizona made a good good decision, realizing that their running backs just weren't cutting it. And Peterson is he looks like he's going to be productive the rest of the year. On the Tampa side, Jameis Winston went out with an injury. Don't really have the severity of it yet. He looked like at one point like he had the chance to go back in, but the game and didn't really turn out to be a blowout. Only a five-point game, but it was pretty much out of hand for the most part. Doug Martin at 14 for 53 and a touchdown. It just wasn't his type of game. They were down. He he, he was he made it worthwhile, though. He had a decent game, 14.4 points in standard. If you know you started him, you got your points out of him, it should have been even better if they actually gave... You know, if they were in this a situation to run the ball a little more. And Mike Evans salvaged his day. Only had three catches, but got 94, 95 yards out of it. And one was the big touchdown late, 37-yard touchdown catch. So he made it a decent start for him. But hopefully Winston is going to be there going forward because Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, yes, he'll throw the ball around a little bit, but he's he's going to throw picks, and that's what he did again today. Cameron Braith, though, another good game for Braith. 76 yards receiving off six catches and got a touchdown. So Bray is becoming a good tight end one option as the tight ends are just, it's been a, a weak year for tight ends. So now we got a couple new ones. Bray can be played and Ingram can be played all the time. Patriots got the seven point win over the Jets, 24-17. Wasn't pretty, but they got it done. But Gronk, what a game for Gronk. Six catches, 83 yards. That's pretty decent. But then the two touchdowns makes it another, it's just a great game. Cook six for ninety three, so solid outing for him. Deion Lewis got more, got one more carry than Gillisley. He went eleven for fifty two and a touchdown. We actually talked about him last week and really liked what we saw. I, I liked what I saw from Lewis last week, and maybe the Patriots did too. Gave him a few more carries, so he made a, a good outing there. Gillisley ten for forty four, didn't get any touchdowns out of that. On the Jets side, not much to speak of from the running game. McGuire ten for twenty two, Forte nine for twenty two, nothing much there. Safarian Jenkins had his eight for forty six and a touchdown, and should have been two. I I still don't understand why that touchdown got <laughs> reversed. It it seemed like a touchdown to me, but he's becoming another decent option there for tight ends now. So that's another good one to play. That curse four for seventy nine. Forte did catch the eight for fifty nine. So. Not much else you're going to start there. I guess McCown, in this matchup, we knew he was going to throw for some yards, but he's not a play really going forward. How about the Cleveland-Houston game? Deshaun Watson, another big game, 29.3 in standard, 225 yards, passing, three touchdowns. Looks pretty good again. And then the story in the running game is it's Deontay Foreman at 12 for 59, Lamar Miller 15 for 41. It's becoming a very split backfield there. Foreman is definitely getting a lot of the work. And I think that's going to, we're going to see that going forward quite a bit. Will Fuller got another touchdown, only two catches, 62 yards. But with the way Watson's throwing the ball, he's looking for the deep pass, looking for these shots. Fuller's going to have a lot of these games where he gets a deep touchdown, doesn't really do much else. 
But DeAndre Hopkins, only two catches, only 19 yards, but he salvaged it with a touchdown. So he wasn't a great game, 7.9 points in standard, but he made it decent with the touchdown. Still, you would hope for better than that. On the Cleveland side, we had big you know, hopes for Duke Johnson coming into this thing. Five carries for 40 yards. That's pretty solid for him, but only three catches for negative one. Disappointing there, Crowell, 12 for 58. That's about what Crowell's doing these days. And you're really not counting on any of these receivers anyway. Najoku, maybe you're looking at only two catches for no yards on that. Chicago beats Baltimore in overtime. And they gave the ball to Jordan Howard 36 times for 167 yards. They heard, I mean, all the talk about Cohen early in the year taking a lot away from Howard. It's just not quite happening. But Cohen did have 14 carries himself. He just didn't get many of the, he only had one catch for 14. Howard had one for nine. But 36 carries for Howard, 167 yards. Yeah, it's not maybe a, it's a lot of a lot of rushes to get that. No touchdowns out of it. But he's you if you can find a workhorse like that in the NFL today on your fantasy team, you're going to be happy with it because that is quite amazing. Oh, I should mention too, Cohen did throw for a touchdown, threw one over to Zach Miller to make his day a little bit better there, fantasy wise. Again, there's no receivers here on this team. Kendall Wright, two for 36. I keep seeing people wanting to play Kendall Wright, but you just you really can't unless Trubisky really gets going, which he did not today. And maybe there will be something more going forward, but it's not not there yet. On the Baltimore side, it was Alex Collins led the way with 15 carries for 70, 74 yards. Looked pretty solid. Uh, Buck Allen, 10 for 49. Only 3 for 17 catching the ball, so not much there. Receiving-wise, Mike Wallace, after a big game last week, only had 3 for 30. Watson at six for twenty-eight, so he's better in PBR than standard there, and that's just about it. There's, I'm not, I'm not trusting Mike Wallace. I know people went to pick him up last week, but it's a tough play unless, I mean, a buy. If you're in a heavy bye week and you need to, I get it, but other than that, you're not going to want to play Wallace. But Collins going forward, I think Collins is the better back, but we'll see. We once we think that happens, it switches up and Allen comes back in there. It's going to be kind of a mix. It's going to be hard to see if any one of these guys actually ends up completely taking over for you know, the spot. I'd like to see Collins get the, more of an opportunity, but we'll see if that happens. San Francisco, Washington. Uh, Brian Hoyer got benched in the game, and after he just four for 11 for 34 yards. He didn't look very good. Hyde only had 13 rushes for 28 yards, but two touchdowns salvaged his day. Five catches, 47 yards helped as well. So he had a very good game in standard and good game in PBR as well, just off these touchdowns. Matt Breda only had four for 21, so yard-wise, he's almost the same as Hyde rushing, but still, it's still Hyde's backfield at this point. Garcon, five for 55. Kittle, four for 46. Not bad. Eldrick Robinson had two catches for 66 yards and a touchdown, but you weren't starting him at all. On the Washington side, Cousins, yeah, solid outing, 330 yards, two touchdowns. Chris Thompson had the majority of the carries for them, but only 16 for 33. That's just not really what he does. What he does is the four catches for 105 yards made him a nice, solid day for him. But P. Ryan's the one who actually got the receiving touchdown. So if you end up starting P. Ryan with Kelly out, thinking P. Ryan's going to go the rushing yards, and all the, at least all the rushes, it didn't really happen. He only had nine for 23, but he got the receiving touchdown to make it worthwhile. Jamison Crowder, Terrell Pryor. Just still disappointments. Jordan Reed disappointments. Just it's just not there right now, and disappointing because this I felt like could have been 
And I mean, Cousins is still getting it done, surprisingly, with with Reed and Pryor and Crowder just not doing anything. So if any of these guys just ever stepped up, it could be, you know, just a much, much better situation. The Green Bay-Minnesota game, we you know, touched on the Green Bay side of things a little bit with Rodgers going down. Nelson had 6 for 60. Adams had 5 for 54 and a touchdown. Cobb only 3 for 28. Two weeks in a row where he's been kind of disappoint a disappointment after his injury. The rushing the ball side, it's Jones and Montgomery are just split in the backfield right now. Jones 13 for 41. Montgomery 10 for 28. Maybe this is more they're, you know, easing Montgomery back into it. But Jones has looked good enough where... I don't see this role going away going forward for him. Minnesota, Keenum, decent, 239 yards and touchdown. I mean, it's not great fantasy-wise necessarily. You're not probably playing him. But Jared McKinnon had a solid game if you played him. 16 rushes for 69 yards and a touchdown. Also caught a touchdown on 5 for 30. Adam Thielen, 9 for 97. Solid game. Definitely in PPR as well. Rudolph, 5 for 47. Didn't get you the touchdown, which is what Rudolph needs to be a good fantasy plays. You hope for that touchdown just didn't happen, but it was nice to see look Laquan Treadwell actually start to do something. A nice one handed grab looked pretty good. Three for 51, probably his best outing as a pro by far. He's a first round pick last year. I know there's, there's some talent there. And I mean, today without digs, they needed him to step up a little bit and he's maybe there's a, a little bit more going forward. Obviously. I don't even know if he's a pick up in any 10 or 12 team leagues at this point. You don't really want him yet at that point, but it's something to look at. The New Orleans-Detroit game was just ridiculous. New Orleans was up big at one point. I can't remember. They were up like 30, 38 to 10, I believe, at one point. And Detroit just started coming back with a punt return for a touchdown, an interception for a touchdown, and then Saints get another interception for a touchdown themselves. They had two of them on the day. Just a, a crazy game. And they, yeah, if you had the Saints defense, they, 29 points. Even though they looks like that you wouldn't think that we've seen the 38 from the Lions, but 29 points defensively for the Saints with the two interception returns and the fumble return. Just ridiculous. This was just this is a crazy game. On the Saints side, Breeze only threw for, if you see a 52 for the Saints, and then you look and see Breeze only threw for 186, that's just, it. You you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that would be the case, but 186, two touchdowns through two picks. Ingram, 25 for 114 and two touchdowns, caught five for 36. Kamara got 10 carries for 75 yards, four catches for 12 yards. Both of these players, I think, are playable going forward. Ingram, we've said this a lot. If he is given the opportunity, he's a good running back, and he's going to be a, he's going to be a top play every week, at least a running back too, and he showed that today. And I mean, this is running back one numbers, but look look great. Michael Thomas, only 3 for 11. He's just really not getting it going yet this year. I don't know what it is, why that is. Maybe maybe it is the fact that Cooks isn't there to take some of the attention away, and it's all on Thomas, but it's just not happening yet. I mean, he's still playing him going forward. He has he has the talent. He's good enough to be out there in your lineup, and it, I think it's going to come through at some point. Willie Sneed in his first game back from the suspension and then injury, one catch for 11 yards. We'll see if that's just getting him back into it. I still expect more things going forward from Snead. On the Detroit side of things, Stafford did not have a very good game here. Threw three picks, had a, f- a couple fumbles. So he's getting you negative 10 just off the turnovers, and he's still turned in about 20 points in standard of 25 for 52, so below 50% completion percentage. 
just yeah, not not very good. Both of Detroit, their two you know main receivers, Tate and Jones. Tate was seven for ninety six and touchdown. Jones six for ninety six and touchdown. So both of them were good plays. Darren Fells gets another touchdown catch. He's starting to overtake Ebron. Ebron one for nine. Just if if Ebron's still on your team, just you know, just release him at this point. He, he it's it's not happening. Abdullah fourteen for fifty four. So a decent game, but no catches. Didn't do much there. Riddick had the five for forty five receiving to make him a little an okay play in PPR. The Miami Atlanta game. Miami gets the win, and it was nice to see J.H.I. with 26 carries for 130 yards. I had a lot of questions given to me, you know, about J.H.I. starts and why did I put J.H.I. in the top 10, why both of us did, and this is why. He's going to get the volume, and he's a good running back. It just, things weren't going right. The line wasn't blocking for him. The games weren't the good situations for him, but this game didn't, it looked like it was going that same way. It was 17-0 at halftime before the Dolphins came on. But Jai's a good running back, and this is what I expect going forward. Still, though, I'd like to see him get some touchdowns, and that's, I think he's only had one touchdown now in the last ten games. So maybe there's hope. I mean, hopefully, we'll see something going forward on that. Landry got a touchdown catch off eight catches for sixty-two yards. Stills got a touchdown four for forty-nine. No Devonte Parker today, but they get the win on Atlanta's side. Matt Ryan is just not putting up the numbers he did last year. 248 yards and only in one touchdown. He's, I mean, I don't even know if he's going to make my top 10 going forward. He was ninth this week, and this is what we've seen. This is more we're seeing pre-2016 Matt Ryan again. It's like that one year was just a fluke in a way. I mean, he's a good quarterback, but that year was just, last year his numbers were just unreal, and it's not happening right now for him. And Freeman... Okay game, but not what you would want. He only had the nine carries for 68. Coleman had nine for 32, but he got a touchdown. And Julio, six for 72. Just not putting up the big-time wide receiver one numbers you expected when you drafted Julio. And we'll see if this offense can get itself turned around a little bit. It would be nice to see some bigger numbers from Julio, and hopefully they'll be there. The Rams in Jaguars game. Rams get the win by 10 over the Jags. Game started off crazy with the 103-yard uh, kick return from Farrell Cooper, and then Fournette just gets very next play, 75-yard touchdown. He ended the day with 21 carries for 130 yards and touchdown. L- went out with a, it would at first I thought might have been a knee injury. They're saying it's an ankle, sprained ankle. So yeah, it looked like it was going to be a non-contact knee injury, and you know those things never turn out well. So it was good to see that it was maybe only a sprained ankle. What that means going forward, I don't know. He does have he play, they play the Colts next week, and then they have a bye after that. So it wouldn't shock me at all if they sit they sat him out next week and got the bye, so he gets two weeks off. So watch that if you're a Fournette owner. And if he is out, it looks like Ivory's going to be the guy who gets most of the work. So maybe they'll pick up Ivory if you're a Fournette owner, have him on your bench in case you need to use him because it, it we'll have to wait and see the severity of it. But there's always that possibility. Um, and Ivory, he did pretty well in the passing game today, nine catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. So he was just a, had a solid game there. Marquise Lee, five for 83. Hearns, three for 37. I, I hope you're not playing Hearns. I don't think you need to. And again, maybe in bye weeks you need to throw somebody in. Maybe it's Hearns. I just don't. I don't think he's a good play going forward. Bert Bortles, 241 yards and a touchdown. 
did Blake Bortles things. Didn't get the big garbage time touchdowns, though, which usually bolsters his stats. On the Rams side, Gurley comes back from his, you know, disappointing week five outing, gets 23 for 116, only one for four on the receiving side. That's where he's been bolstering his stats, but still solid game. Rams defense was great, though, with the 22 points they put up. And then that's about it. Sammy Watkins won for 11. Just a big disappointment for mainly for myself. And just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think the talent's still there. It's just not happening. Chargers finally get a last second win. They beat the Raiders 17-16. Rivers threw for 268 yards and a touchdown. Decent. This is about where his floor usually is. Gordon, 25 carries, only 83 yards, so that doesn't look great, but caught nine passes for 67 yards, and then he got a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. And has a huge game because of that 27 points. If you're in PPR, it's even bigger with the nine catches, so great game there. It was nice to see Hunter Henry, five catches for 90 yards, starting to get more involved. But then Keenan Allen, only five for 45. You know, we were hoping he could go into that wide receiver, the back-end wide receiver one, top-end wide receiver two category this year. It's not really happening right now. He's solid enough, but not great numbers. On the Oakland side, Derek Carr comes back and only gets you 8.8 points, 171 yards, a touchdown, two picks. Lynch was better today, 13 for 63. Still not, just didn't have the volume there. Crabtree got six for 52 and a touchdown, so he's definitely the better wide receiver play because Cooper got more catches this week, but only five for 28. And I've been saying maybe buy low on Cooper, but if uh, this is the way it's going to be, I really have a hard time with that. I mean, yeah, I'd still put him on my bench if you could get him for absolutely nothing, but do not give up anything for him of value because it's just a disappointment all around here. All right, one last game it looks like here. Pittsburgh, Kansas City. And Kansas City finally loses as Pittsburgh gets the win, mainly behind, I mean, their, their stars here, Bell and Brown, just get it done every every week, it seems like, Bell. 179 yards rushing and a touchdown. He also had only 12 receiving yards, but then Brown, 8 for 155 and a touchdown. These two are just, they're going to get great numbers like this every week. You keep playing them. Yeah, maybe once in a while they get down, but this is why you play your studs every single time. And Bell is just, that's just ridiculous. He's, to me, still number one back in the league. People talk about Kareem Hunt. And yeah, Kareem Hunt, he was salvaged today here with 11 points. Only nine carries for 21 yards, but he got the five receptions for 89 yards. So he's still that good play, but I think Bell is just better. And he should be the number one number one ranked guy every single week. Kansas City, also Alex Smith, 19 of 34, 246 and a touchdown. So, you know, this is kind of where his, if this is where his floor is, he's a really, he's a decent start for you yet. 17.1, not too bad. Not much on the receiving side here for the Chiefs. Tyree Kill, 5 for 34. Kelsey didn't do much, especially he didn't get anything really till the end. 4 for 37, kind of a disappointment. After when he looked great in the first half of last week's game before his concussion. Comes back, little bit of a disappointment there. But still, you're playing him. He's going to be good going forward. Just one more game left for the week. Monday night is going to be Titans and Colts. Going to be interesting to see how DeMarco Murray does. Still banking on him to be, you know, better this year. He's not done much. It's going to be nice if we could see, you know, a good performance from him. Hopefully we'll see something. 
Going to wait and hopefully see Mariota come back. It looks like he is playing for sure. Good matchup for him. I I actually have him going in one of my leagues, so be nice to see a good performance from Mariota as well. But I think that's going to do it for the Week 6 recap. I'll be back on Tuesday. I'll get the waiver wire edition of the podcast out for you guys. Still no Jeff there. And then Wednesday and Thursday, I'll be doing some rankings episodes. We'll have a special guest for those two. So look forward to those going forward. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.